Seeking mental health care can be overwhelming and even scary, but it doesn't have to be. I'm Dr. Josephine McNary, and I'm committed to making this process easier for you. Each week, my expert guest and I unravel a different form of therapeutic intervention in order to bring comfort and understanding and to help you get back to your true self. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mind Stories. Today, I have the pleasure to talk with therapists Carla Slags, the founder of California Integrative Counseling Center, and Cece Walken. California Integrative Counseling Center is a group practice in San Francisco specializing in therapy with couples and individuals that may have relational issues, feelings of burnout, are anxious, and more specifically, are diagnosed with ADHD. The practice takes an integrative approach to treating ADHD, anxiety, depression, and other mood disorders. Today, we talk about the important work they do with group therapy for treatment of ADHD. C.C. Walken, LMFT, is passionate about working with adults who have ADHD. She especially enjoys working with adults who were never diagnosed in childhood and have been struggling for decades to understand why their goals and dreams are often just out of reach. Welcome, Carla and Cece. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, and I know Carla's been on my podcast in the past. She's head of California Integrative Counseling Center, and I know a lot of the work you do is with ADHD. And what we wanted to talk about today is specifically the work you do with groups in ADHD. Yes, yes. Well, thank you again. I have been leading our group training program or group therapy program, and we work with adults. Our groups last about eight to 10 weeks. And the primary goal is to help people with ADHD come together, build relationships, learn executive function skills, and some emotion regulation skills as well. And so in terms of thinking about group therapy for ADHD, what are the benefits of thinking about a group therapy model versus just an individual model for treatment of ADHD? Uh, it's such a good question. I think so many of the skills that people with ADHD, like life skills, executive function skills, and when I say that, I mean everything from time awareness to prioritizing to longer range planning towards their dreams or goals. A lot of people might have read articles, they might have been told by teachers or adults what to do, and they might have some of these skills, but a lot of the skills are kind of boring. So it's helpful in the context of a group that we all, for example, we all get watches or in fact, like find your Apple watch or find the charger and get them working again. And doing these things in the context of a group can be, it can help lift shame where someone with ADHD might be struggling or might know the skills, but the skills are really boring to apply So we try to make it fun and engaging and relational so that they can sort of cheerlead each other around some of the skills that really do make their lives better. Also, the experience of being seen, you know, it's such a powerful moment when you see someone who's been struggling with something to them may have felt small, but really was affecting their life. And then they see someone else that was also struggling with the same thing. And I think it's really powerful. And as much as we can say that in individual therapy, it's a different feeling that community sense when you're sitting with, 
a group of women and you're like, oh my goodness, like these three women are experience the same thing as me or something similar, or even when they talk about their childhood, right? A moment in childhood that they might be reflecting on. So I think that that can be really powerful. Yeah. Kind of a validating your experience that you're not the only one going through it. Can you tell us a little bit about the specific groups that you have for ADHD? Is it just like one size fits all, or do you kind of think about different fits for different people based on their needs? Yeah, it's such a good question. Right now we have men's groups, women's groups, and all gender groups. And in a perfect world, you know, eventually it'd be nice to have a group for people who are having the inattentive presentation versus the combined presentation. Mm-hmm. I tend to address whatever the group needs. So a lot of people, you know, coming in in adulthood with a new diagnosis, I think we have slightly more inattentive members. The group length is generally eight weeks, kind of depending on what holidays are falling within that time frame. And then we also have an ongoing one ongoing group right now, which is made up of alumni from different groups that have wanted to keep receiving group therapy. So yeah, we're trying to have a place for people who want to continue with the model because it is unusual to have a group of adults with ADHD and to be able to have the community as well as the therapeutic interventions happening. And you said it's a skill-based program. So does that mean when someone goes into it, there is this protocol of what you're going to address each week? There is. We use Dr. Mary Salanto's workbook, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy for Adult ADHD, targeting executive dysfunction. So Dr. Salanto has been running groups for years and years. And we pull from this and then we pull from Marshall Linehan's work from the DBT a skills book for emotion regulation. And then I do also some act interventions. There's some really key skills in here. So time awareness, neurodivergent people have their time awareness skills. There's a deficit there. They get, you know, lose track of time or often when they're in a cycle of avoidance, it's due to thinking that things will take a really long time. Mm-hmm. So Time awareness can be improved, whether it's by wearing a watch, putting up clocks where you spend a lot of time, doing time awareness games where you would have a task and then you'd imagine how long it would take and you'd write down how long you think it's going to take and then you set a timer and then you check. So that's just one example of a skill, but time awareness, prioritization, and then layering in like problem solving and emotion regulation. So skills like self-soothing with the senses and either like crisis survival skills and emotion regulation like module are really helpful for people with ADHD. CC will often send a summary of what has happened in the group and there's take-home exercises. So Another thing that keeps the group working and motivated and energized is that there's something that they can take away and work on during the week. And we really stay open to the idea that you may or may not do it, to have it be a shame-free environment, not to be linked to homework, but that it's a way to practice the skills and then come back and check in on them. So it helps kind of stay motivated and engaged in the work in between sessions. So it's kind of like that CBT model of thinking about it outside of session. 
Yeah, exactly. And also, you know, I've worked in some DBT groups where, like, I know some groups you can't enter the room if you don't have the homework done, right? Mm -hmm. And yet we're working with people. If you have deficits in executive function, you're really there because you do struggle to do the homework. And so, you know, we encourage people to come because they might not remember actually until the group. So like learning to schedule and put it in your planner or set up an external system of reminders, visual cues to accommodate for having a weak short-term memory. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if they don't have it done, we still want them to come. And then the group will be very helpful with offering supportive strategies and ideas. And then anyone that's run a group will know just that healing component of being with other people. I would say every group, someone in group will say, I just feel better now knowing all these amazing people who have ADHD, like it helps their own shame lift because Mm -hmm. so many adults, you know, especially if they've gone most of their life, not knowing, but just kind of knowing like something's off and now being in a setting with other people who have ADHD, just that experience of connecting and seeing themselves reflected in others can be really transformational. As you're talking, I'm kind of thinking about the positive benefits of group therapy for ADHD. Is there anybody that it wouldn't be a good idea for? I think if you haven't ever had therapy and you're coming in, it might be helpful to work one-on-one with someone for a little bit. If you only need emotion regulation, like if that's the entire reason why you want to be in the group, I would actually suggest a DBT group. But if you're really looking for a combination of skills where everyone in your life just says, oh, you're you're always late or you're the absent-minded professor, those people where they have some habits that have formed and ways of thinking about themselves because of their ADHD, I think the group is really helpful. Carla, who would you say maybe wouldn't be a good candidate? During our intake process, the way we have people come in is we do an individual therapy session with them first. And we make sure often that like if they've just been diagnosed, I would say, like Cece had mentioned, it's nice to get them into some individual therapy. We like to make sure that they've met with a psychiatrist if they want to, and that if they are meeting with a psychiatrist, that their meds are regulated so that they're ready to do that group work so that we have people that are coming in kind of at a similar phase. We do have a lot of people who've been diagnosed in adulthood, but they may be in that initial phase of after getting connected with a psychiatrist, having done some individual therapy. And so that's typically the type of people who are coming into the group. I'm wondering kind of the feedback you get at the end of the eight-week sessions. I mean, what do people say they're getting out of this experience? The feedback we've had, many people want to keep going, which is why we've created the alumni group and that it has, like it has just helped their lives be better. A simple skill of wearing a watch and, or knowing like, whoa, I need to take a break from myself, or I need to go put my face in ice water, or I do need these reminders up or like learning to communicate with their partners. I've just seen the feedback that it's helped their lives in ways that they weren't really expecting. Carla, what would you say? In a way, it's like a confidence builder 
to see yourselves and other people. That's been the most powerful. And as Cece had mentioned, those small tools, like I will see some of the clients individually that may have gone through Cece's group and I will hear their cuckoo clock going off in the background, which they have gotten to remind them, which has both a sound and a visual prompt of the time. And it's so great that you can see their tools kind of being incorporated. So I think that that is, it's a powerful part of the group. So one question I have the listener might be interested in is, are these in-person or are these virtual groups? They're virtual right now. I mean, we have an office space that's big enough to accommodate in person. So I think at some point, I think ideally it would be nice to meet once a month in person Mm -hmm. and then virtual because so many of our clients are really, like I'm sure yours, liking the convenience of online. Mm -hmm. So maybe a hybrid model. Currently they're virtual though. What else did I not ask about group therapy for ADHD? What about CC, like the idea of it being a therapeutic group versus a coaching group? Yeah. So I think the main difference that it's a therapeutic group is that you'll have a therapist there. I'll be there or Carla will be there. And so we are, in addition to the intake process, we'll be keeping an eye out for anxiety disorders, for other things that might be going on. So I think you get that layer of care and then working with you all. I think especially initially, if you're early on in your journey, it's really helpful to be in a therapeutic setting so that you know that you're getting a lot of, like a lot of awareness. We're shining a lot of light on what it could be, whether it's ADHD or if there's some anxiety or depression or some unprocessed grief from having ADHD, especially a later diagnosis. The first chapter in Mary Solange's book is about where are you on your ADHD journey? And so for many adults that get a diagnosis, especially later in life or like solidly midlife, there can be some grief to process. What could have my life been like if I had known this when I was younger? So, I mean, in my mind as a therapist, that's why it's nice to be in a therapy group Mm -hmm. to help with grief and then figure out if there's also something else going on. And then coaching after. I think with everyone in our groups, I'm sort of thinking what's next for them, whether they want to continue with us or whether we want to refer them to a coach or a DBT group. If the emotion regulation piece is really helping, then maybe they want to continue on that journey. Got it. Yeah. Cause I think that's probably a question the listener might have is like, how do they decide do they work with an ADHD coach or do they think about a more clinical model? I pull a lot from ACT and a lot from CBT, ACT, DBT, and there's so much problem solving, I would say, and some positive psychology. So you can get, you know, I can see who's really responding. I love coaching. I think it's wonderful. And I think if coaching hasn't worked for you, or if you've just gotten your diagnosis, then I think therapy is a really foundational place. And then you can sort of go from there. I will also make sure that your group information is on the episode description. So if someone's interested in ADHD groups, they can learn a bit more. And I do think your group is very unique in the sense that you can offer these groups for people. And it's Mm -hmm. not very common that you see these groups out there. So I'm really glad that it's there as a service for people to consider. Before we leave, any last words for the audience, someone who's listening, who's maybe thinking about group therapy for ADHD? I'll just say I do have ADHD and 
ADHD is highly treatable, whether it's with our group or another group, treatment does work. I also love looking at ADHD, like what are your strengths? And sometimes when you're newly diagnosed, that will feel really far-fetched and that's okay. But as you gain more competency with some executive function skills and learning, you'll have more room and you'll start to figure out what your strengths are and create a life where you're really able to design it in a way that works for your neurodivergence. So yeah, I just want to end on a message of hope. Yeah. And with that, the first phase of group, one of the questions that we ask is what would you say to a kid or your child self that was diagnosed with ADHD? And so it really draws in that hopeful message of how do we connect and start that narrative that heals the grief. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, well, thanks for being on. And I appreciate all this info. And I'm excited to see how your group offerings will expand over time as well. As more people are interested in getting a lot out of this. Yeah, I will say we're offering a workshop now. So it's a two session. And especially right before summer and kind of in the in-between times. And for people who are like, oh, I don't know if I want to be in a group. And I'd like to see what it's like. They can come for two sessions and it'll be like the beginning where you are in your journey Mm -hmm. and hearing from other people. And then the second one will be time awareness. And then from there, you know, they'll have a better sense for if they want to try a longer series. All right. Well, thanks for being on. Yeah, thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye, Josephine. Bye. This has been Mind Stories with me, Josephine McNary of Cal Psychiatry. With online psychiatry in California and 13 offices throughout Southern California and the Bay Area, Cal Psychiatry specializes in medication management, ADHD, anxiety disorders, alternative therapies, women's mental health, and more. Visit us at calpsychiatry.com and let us help you get back to your true self. Thanks for listening to Mind Stories and don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe.